new life mantra from this moment forward, meet people where they are at. Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a licensed therapist, online mental health coach, and I have anxiety and depression. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. Are you ready? Let's do this. I'm not going to lie, this might be one of those episodes that is more for me than it is for you. (laughs) Like, I'm going to speak out loud as if I'm speaking to you, but I should probably be looking in a mirror and having this conversation with myself. Because in this season of life, something that I'm working really hard on is meeting people where they're at. This is something I'm great at doing as a professional, like in the therapy world, coaching world, uh, but in the personal relationship world, friends, family, significant other, I sometimes struggle to meet people where they're at. And so I just want to talk through that. I want to brainstorm, you know, scenarios, when this is happening, why it's an issue, and bring it to our awareness so that hopefully we can do a better job of meeting people where they're at. I think about this in relation to Derek, my husband, and meeting him where he's at. I have real high expectations of myself and sometimes that projects onto other people, especially my husband you know, when it comes to how I parent, right? In this season of life that we're in with Lars and figuring out our groove and how we navigate life together, I have expectations of myself and and standards for when I am in the presence of our sweet baby. I want to be really present. I want my phone to be away. I want the TV off. I want to play and laugh and go on adventures and make memories, try new things, you know, encourage him, love on him. Like I literally use affirmations every single day with Lars. We'll talk about that in a different episode, but like all of these things, you know, I make all of his baby food. I just got done breastfeeding. I was exclusively pumping, but I just finished that. Like we made it to six months and I'm really proud of that. I have all of these things that are important to me that I strive for when it comes to being a mom. And sometimes I don't meet Derek where he's at and I don't even ask him what his expectations are, what his standards are, how he wants to interact with our baby. And instead, I just put my personal expectations onto him. And this is troublesome because we can really quickly get into this like superiority mindset where like I must be more advanced. I must be more insightful. I'm, you know, basically more elite than you. I'm better than you. (laughs) And 
obviously that's not true. Okay. So let me give you an example. Um, so just saying that like when I'm with Lars, it's important for me to feel really present and engaged with him. And that means the technology goes away. So the TV's not on, my phone is put away unless I'm snapping pictures of him, of course. Um, right. Like I want to just sit and stare at this baby, interact and play with him. And obviously that's not a hundred percent of the time, but I would say it's at least 90 to 95% of the time. And so when Derek is with Lars and I'm cooking or cleaning or taking a shower or seeing my therapy clients or whatever, and I get to observe their interactions and I see Derek checking emails or he has the TV on for them in the background or, um, you know, he is not engaging with Lars the way that I think he should be. It creates this unspoken and not mutual tension. It's not mutual because Derek doesn't know. (laughs) He doesn't have my expectations and standards in his brain, right? So there's this tension because I'm, I'm looking at them going, you should be doing blank. You shouldn't be working while you're with the baby. Well, guess what? Sometimes I have to work when I'm with the baby. Um, but I put, I project onto them like how they should be operating. And instead, what I am striving for from this moment forward is to meet him where he's at. Like, I want to experience parenthood for myself through my lens, but also through my partner's lens. How does he interpret parenting? What does he believe to be important you know how does he interact with Lars because I can tell you one thing the way he interacts with him and the way I interact with him differ and are very similar but when either of us walks into a room that little boy lights up like biggest smile he has now started reaching for us so he will put his arms out and like wants you to grab him okay so He's very much attached to both of us and we do things differently. So it's okay for me to learn from Derek, to allow him to be a different parent than I am, to do things different because you know what? My husband doesn't have guilt. He does not carry guilt as a parent for the things that he does, for going to work, for being on his phone and checking emails to earn an income for our family while he's with the baby. But when I do those things, when I go in our bedroom and close the door and meet with a therapy client, I feel guilty for not being with the baby. When the baby is sitting and playing next to me and I am responding to my coaching clients or following up on an email with a therapy client, I feel guilty. And so I am allowing myself space with this new curiosity of meeting people where they're at to use it as a learning experience. How can I see how he parents? Like he doesn't have guilt. I love that. I don't want to have guilt for being a working and stay at home mom. So what is he doing that I'm not that's working for him that I can adopt? Let me get curious about that rather than should on him. Here's all the things he should be doing as a parent, right? How can I 
release some things because he doesn't get stressed about chores and household tasks and, you know, things with the baby. How can I take a page out of his book and be more like him rather than getting upset and creating this unspoken tension between us because he's not more like me? Let me look at his strengths as a parent and try to implement them for myself. Parenthood, romantic relationship, friendship, family, whatever kind of dynamic you're looking at, it is vital that we start getting curious and learning how to meet people where they are rather than where we think they should be. Can I say that again? Can we get curious about meeting people where they actually are rather than where we think that they should be? Our expectations of other people does not allow us to enjoy the relationship for what it is. Instead, we're constantly trying to make it something different. This is happening in friendships when we draw those lines of like, um, you know, I've talked about this so much, but this is so relevant in our lives right now, um, if you're anything like me, where you kind of put your head down and you're focused on, you know, your family, your career, you know, your own stress and life issues and whatever, and, and your head is down and you're focused on those things and people are expressing their upset with you because you're not showing up in a way in their life that they want you to. But then they're not allowing you to be present and the loving, amazing person that you are, they're not allowing you a role in in their life because you're not meeting their standards and their expectations. Where if we allowed people to be as they are and appreciated their authenticity and we led with understanding, right, that Good people can exist in our lives and we can meet them where they're at rather than having these expectations of how people show up for us. Well, you didn't check in on me. Well, you weren't there for me. Well, a good friend would have done blank. Those types of expectations are not only unrealistic, but they set us up for failure. Because the second someone's not able to reach that level of expectation, they're getting written off as like, you, you don't meet my needs. You are not a good friend. A good friend would have done blank. And it doesn't leave room for people to show up in their relationships as they are and be appreciated for who they are. These seasons of life, man, I think back to some girlfriends who had children years ago, like long before I did, and it changed our friendship. Do I no longer value those women? Do I no longer feel close or connected to them? Absolutely not. I understand that there is an evolutionary process with growth and change throughout the seasons of life. 
And when I had my head down and was focused on healing my anxiety and depression and building up my careers and working on my marriage, they were raising tiny little humans and we were on totally different pages. And it doesn't mean we can't be friends, but it's also okay if there is some distance and things feel different now, right? We want to lay down the victim card, like um, have kids and that'll show you who your real friends are. I see those quotes all the time. That is playing the victim, okay? Because you made a decision to enter a different season of life than some of your friends and that changed the dynamic of your relationship, naturally so. But you're going to get all up in your feelings because they didn't treat it the way you wanted them to. Do you see how that doesn't allow people to show up the way that they're capable of when you have an expectation of how you want them to show up? So you're like, say you're, you know, um, say you're a new mom and you don't really have a lot of friends that have kids and you're like, man, when I get home from the hospital, I bet all of my friends are going to come over. They're going to clean up my house for me. They are going to drop off casseroles. Like I'm not going to have to cook for weeks. They're going to offer to take the baby. They are going to just come chat, hang out, ask me about life. They're going to check on me every day, send me encouraging messages. And then none of that happens. You know, they comment on the announcement of your new baby and they're so excited, but they don't come over for months. They haven't even met your new baby. And you're starting to go, wow, my friends never cared about me. You're jumping to a conclusion that has no backing and no support. You've entered a new season of life that your friends have not experienced. And they don't know how they fit in that season of life. Not to mention, your friends have their own shit going on. Okay? Did you guys used to hang out every weekend and, you know, go to the bars or check out a new brewery or have game nights? Awesome. Love that for you. They don't know how, now that you've had a child, (laughs) to maintain this dynamic. So it's a learning curve for everybody. And it doesn't have to be just when you've had kids. It's like, oh, you started working a new job and you work at opposite shift from me. So we don't get to hang out as much as we'd like to anymore, right? Or you just got married. And so now your primary focus is your partner rather than this friendship, right? Or, hey, you just started going to therapy. So your focus right now is on your mental health and this healing journey. Meet people where they're at. Look at someone's situation with whatever amount of information you have about it and be willing to meet them where they're at rather than testing the relationship saying, I would have done this for you. So therefore you should have done that for me. And now we're not friends. Grow up, meet people where they're at, or pretty soon, we're not going to have anybody in our lives. 
and I'm, I'm again, looking in a mirror, saying this all to myself, because if I don't start meeting my husband where he's at, we're going to have big issues when it comes to parenting. And if I don't allow him to do things differently than me, one, I'm never going to learn anything. I need to learn how to be more patient, more fun, more balanced from him. Okay. And two, setting us up for failure. If I continue to say, you should parent like me, that takes away all of his individuality as a dad, as a man, as my partner. We have to see the bigger picture, excuse me, and learn how to meet people where they are at rather than where we think they should be. So my question for you, how can you start doing this in your own life? What relationships do you need to take a look at and say, am I meeting this person where they're at? Or am I trying them, trying to force them to fulfill my expectations? It's a really big ask. It's going to take some deep reflection. But if you do, this, this simple reflection will change your relationships moving forward. I promise you that. I am doing it. I'm in it right here with you. Let's take a look at our relationships. Let's meet people where they're at. You guys are amazing, and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.